Good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, music as, as well. I noticed that last night, that when I'm doing this, and I'm in motion, a lot of funny shit comes out of my mouth. I'm sure some shocking to some of you, because uh, yes, there was a horn honking going on, and a lot of expletives about other drivers, yes. That's why sometimes I like traveling alone because, you know, I get the let out. I am slowly trying to decompress. Right now I'm on a mission. I'm going to get esoteric stuff because I love them. <clears throat> and then I'm going to attempt. There, There is a Pokemon shop behind there. And the kids in my family love Pokemon. Not all of them. And uh, so I figured I'd, I'd attempt that because I have to work today at 5.30. So also you're getting a show and you're getting... <laughs> Some people think that I make money off this show. I used to, but it was not... Uh, it was pocket change. It was pocket change. I mean, it, it, could, it also helped with gas money. That's always good. And as a teacher, a former teacher, as I remind people... Whether you're a, an early education teacher, substitute teacher, or a college professor, if you're not tenured, uh, you don't make a lot of money. That's what my mother would tell me early on, is that it's, well, she does it because she loves it. But then you work your way up, as she did. So, yeah. But, um, the North Man is out. I can't stress that enough. Some people, uh, it's, it's a good film where some people hated it, some people loved it. It did not make a lot of money, and I'm glad it didn't, because it's an art house film. It was a revenge story. It's Robert Eggers at his best. You, he First you give us the witch, then you give us the lighthouse, and then you cut it all up with the Northman, Okay. And I was watching some clips last night before I went to sleep, and I realized something. There is a connection to the Northman and death metal and heavy metal because it's such a metal film in terms of the emotion, in terms of the aggression, in terms of the guttural punches and screams and scenery and the Norse mythology. So, yeah, it... It's one of those films where you watch it. I bought it. I bought it digitally. And then I pre-ordered it physically <laughs> along with the soundtrack. So that's how, that's what a, I'm a, I'm a film nerd. I am not a Revenge of the Nerds person. I am a film nerd. Because yes, even I recognize how AI can kind of be used dangerously. I was in Berkeley last night and I'm walking through Berkeley and they are becoming digitized. Now, sit down because this is tough for some of you to take. I do eat McDonald's sometimes. I do eat fast food. Shh. It's like when uh, the nanny named Fran, remember Fran Drescher? When she's eating the pizza. Fran, you're on a diet. Oh, the body doesn't know. Yeah. I went into that McDonald's and, you know, usually the McDonald's that I'm used to, you go and you order and they give it to you. 
but this one you have to order it at the kiosk and then and then they deliver it to you so yeah a lot a lot of digital things are happening they're happening all right and berkeley isn't too far from san francisco it's just you can go right over to the bridge to san francisco it's just a lot of traffic <sighs> don't we i you know I was thinking about yeah, it's time that I visit Los Angeles again. I haven't been to Los Angeles in almost 10 years. Well, 10 years. Yeah. Last time I went there. Um, and that traffic, Los Angeles traffic and San Francisco traffic are different beasts. They are different. And also because Los Angeles is the film capital. Hello. Yeah, it's the film capital. And what is that saying that everywhere in Los Angeles takes an hour or 20 minutes to get there? I, I think so. Please correct me on that. <laughs> and here we are. This is a film podcast and this is a music podcast. And I talk about art, film and music and Los Angeles. I mean, you think, OK, you got film, you've got the recording industry. You can also do it in New York, too, by the way. Um. So, yeah, I don't really have a film to talk about. Uh, we could have done Freeform Friday, but like I said, I was on the road again. Copyright Willie Nelson. And when you're doing that, and especially you're going down the hill from the Bay Area, it's a little distracting. So you have to focus. Like, I, this is just a warning to some of you. Um, if you were ever to travel with me to San Francisco, I want the car to be quiet. You could talk a little bit, but I'm not going to turn and look at you because my attention is on some of these Bay Area drivers, as you could hear in last night's show. I called them a motherfucker and what the fuck and don't you know what a signal is? So, yeah. And right now I'm on my way to the California foothills, Northern California, uh, to these little shops that I go to. I'm on I'm on time, you know. Or as the Orange is the New Black song. Remember Orange is the New Black? Oh, God, that show was so good. You've got time, Regina Spector. All right, all right, you've got it. I never felt I had time when I was watching that. Because then you get sucked in, and each and each episode is an hour. I remember that. I'll never forget that. You, you forget what you're doing, and then... I think I watched maybe five episodes in one sitting, and it was 4 a.m. Yeah, fuck me. So, <laughs> um, so there's moments like that, but that's why I like talking about it. But last night's show was just awesome. I do feel a little guilty after seeing a video of Arch Enemy and thinking, oh, shit. Mainly for the LNC, because I think they would have gotten a kick out of it. Um... Even the gentleman that I was sitting with at the table seemed shocked I was leaving. And I was like, it's been good. And I'm thinking, because I was just there to see Behemoth. Be truthful. I mean, that. just think if I had really gone to see Nicki Minaj in 2011 with my friend. And Britney Spears comes on and I leave. That's really, yeah. Because those are my priorities. <laughs> they are. And then, first of all, why would Nicki Minaj open for Britney Spears? Why? Why? <sighs> I don't know. 
I mean, some of you know, and I don't get it, but that is the way the cookie crumbles. So when I record these things, I think sometimes, I, you know what? Here's the funny thing. I was actually going to start recording while I was sitting at that table. But then I thought, no, people were going to look at me and think, what the fuck is he doing? Because uh, I want that live experience talking to all of you. And the only show that comes close to my show, but they don't call themselves a podcast anymore, is Dr. Green Thumb Show. Because they record, da- well, it's at record, it's live daily. And I do this daily. And shout out to those of you who love to listen to it, like Jason Almy. Jason Almy just had another baby girl, his wife, Christina, um, baby Madison and Evelyn and and so Evelyn has a, a little baby sister and Jason is um, over the moon because he lives with all women now, which is great. And Christina and um, so he's got time to listen to this show now while he's uh, on daddy duty. Yeah. Um, I'm uncle. I'm the uncle. So it's like I understand, you know, they would have I've watched my nieces and nephews um, the diaper, oh god See, the diapers are scary And we won't talk about that on a film and music podcast Because you didn't come here to hear that You came here to hear about me talking about the Northman And last night's concert and my ramblings I don't feel their ramblings anymore I feel they're all co- cohesive And there's a point to everything And... just conversation alone I don't like dead air I that's why I try I try to not pause because then you'll think oh something's wrong <laughs> so <coughs> and I keep the coughs in because those are a part of life and uh yeah it's it's been a, it's been a crazy week I am trying to get back on a regular sleep schedule because from last Friday all the way to two was it Wednesday? I was working from sometimes 10 a 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. 6:30, and then sometimes 2 a.m. to 6:30 a.m. And so yeah, so when I came back from the show last night, I didn't go to bed till almost three. I don't know why. I wasn't really amped because. It, it was it was a different kind of amped when you when you see a band that you really want to see and I don't feel there was anything anticlimactic. It was just kind of like oh okay, cool. Because things do move fast. Things really move fast in the Bay Area. If you are not native to California, the Bay Area is San Francisco, San Jose, Oakland, Berkeley, Hayward. Uh, Rodeo, Vallejo, uh, Pacifica, Brisbane, what else? Uh, Half Moon Bay, Palo Alto, Milpitas, uh, Santa Clara, yeah. Well, no, is Santa Clara part of it? 
eh, I don't know. But it's it's the San Francisco Bay Area. And we call it the Bay Area, or as a lot of the rappers call it, the Yay Area. And so, yeah, it's all, they're all interconnected. Like, for me to get there and get home, I have to take 580. <laughs> and then you can go, like, if you're from Sacramento, you can go the back way. That's how a lot of the bands like Deftones would go to San Francisco, is they take the back way to, uh, from Sacramento to San Francisco. It's all interconnected. Yes. I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back and recollect our thoughts for the Dr. Zeus film podcast with music. And I'm going to talk more in depth about last night and why I should create little cards with the podcast name on it. Because I did rebrand the show in 2020. 2020. But I have like stickers and magnets from 2019 when I when the show was still called the Dr. Zeus podcast. I mean, I could get like a Sharpie and write Dr. Zeus film podcast. Uh, I don't want to put and music because that's just why would you put and and I know people the reasoning behind it, but I don't want to keep rebranding it because then people are like, are you not satisfied? I am. We'll be back after these messages. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast coming up. And so we're back. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. What's going on? What's going on, people? It's been an interesting day. Yes, it has. It's been a day of discovery. First and foremost, I want to thank the wonderful women, including... The woman who helped me today at On Purpose April, thank you, um, for just talking to me. And, you know, because sometimes, as as uh, Shirley MacLaine says, you have to go out on a limb, you know, and just all my spiritual stuff and everything that's going on and energy and all that. And the Dr. Zeus film podcast. Now, yes, last night it was very colorful and I'm aware of that. That, you know, I was cursing on the show. I was driving, though, you know. I don't recommend that. Especially when you're in the Bay Area. Because uh, if you're not native to California, when you're in the Bay Area and you have to go down that freaking hill to get into the Central Valley, it's interesting. It's very interesting, okay? So when people were like, oh, you know, like where I'm at in Northern California... That this traffic is nothing compared to Bay Area tra- or Los Angeles traffic. Los Angeles traffic takes the cake. Okay, I understand because it's a that is the film industry, and every and and it's not and see everyone has their toe in it. I realized that the when I used to go and visit my cousin there, and I remember. Um, he introduced me to someone who was an Ewok. I remember my other cousin, his brother, we went to go have lunch. The woman who waited on us was on LA Inc. And so everyone has their foot or toe in, in the industry. You know, they do their nine to five job. And then they, of course, they do it on the stage and they do it on the page. Benicio del Toro talked about that. 
how, you know, you go to acting class and then you go to your job and you make your money and then you wait. You wait. You wait for that casting call and sometimes it doesn't happen. And yeah. And here I'm, I'm doing a podcast about that. That's why I love independent filmmakers. I love independent filmmakers because they have a vision and they're going to meet that vision. And sometimes they they have to do it on a shoestring budget. When you do things on a shoestring budget, that really makes the art more interesting because the story, the story... And also, you have to do it in a considerably amount of time. You know, I'm not a fan of the Blair Witch Project, but in terms of how they did that, that was... That was a marketing... That was genius marketing on their part. You know, yes, the film... uh, I mean, they made a second one, and I was like, why? Why? Okay? Why? I haven't watched the film since I saw it in the theater. I'm sure if I went back and watched it, maybe I'd have a different appreciation for it. So... The little complexities... You got to remember, this is before social media. This was word of mouth. This is before you would go into the theater and just play on your phone. I try not to do that. When I went to see The North Man, I remember I just put my phone in my pocket. In my jacket pocket. Because I, I wanted to enjoy The North Man. So, it was wild. It was wild. And, and yeah, our attention spans... Shit happens. Shit happens. Technology happens. Technology sometimes intervenes. And, yeah. Hey, I had an instance of that three years ago. I was watching Doctor Sleep. And I was getting text messages from work. And I didn't respond. Because I was in a movie theater. And I'm enjoying the movie. I'm not on the clock. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bode so well the next day, but it's like, I'm not going to pull my phone out and text you, and then I'm going to get kicked out of the theater. I paid for that ticket. No, you can wait. You can wait. And, you know, unless someone's having a fucking baby, I mean, come on, or needs their, you know, nitro pills. Okay, come on. But it's just little petty shit, little petty shit. And this is the Dr. Zeus film fucking podcast. I mean, come on. So yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy crazy time. Um Yeah. I I'm thankful for today. You know, you you have kind of like awakenings and you have moments where you kind of take things into consideration and you, you you think about things you think about things and the movement of everything as an artist and as and as a performer and as this and as that and I always I always strive for that excellence and yeah you know people have come I, I'm not I, I'm aware I'm not doing a true crime podcast. I'm not doing a paranormal podcast. I have had, I have had instances with the paranormal. 
I talk about that on other podcasts. I talked about that on Creatures of the Night with Jason and Chris and Adam. And I don't share it on here because I don't feel comfortable sharing it on here. Because this is a film and music podcast. If I see the ghost of Jimi Hendrix, then I mean, come on, maybe. Or if I see the ghost of Stanley Kubrick, then yeah. Or Greta Garbo. Oh, God, I'd love Greta Garbo. Come on. Come on. Wouldn't that be a trip right there? Of course, what's she going to say? I want to be alone. Well, you're a ghost now. You're not necessarily alone, are you? Or maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's things like that. That. I, I stick to my guns when it comes to this podcast. I've had people on who want to talk about other things. And I'm like, no. Because this is my podcast. I am in control of it. Uh, I know what kind of format I want to follow. I don't... And, and then I... Very very rarely do I write things down. I did... I, I did tell someone last night about the podcast. Because we were talking about Behemoth. And how I discovered Behemoth as a band. Through the House of Strombo. Through George Strombolopoulos. And... Um, I had him on the show. I had him on the show to talk about the devils and how I love I love those kinds of conversations because it's two friends talking about the devils. And I'm sure maybe one day I'll have him on again and we'll talk about Behemoth. How he got into Behemoth. Because they're they're an interesting band. Those bands that really stick out to you and slap you around and make you rethink things and the makeup and yeah and so yeah it's it was extreme but it was a, it was a friday the 13th extreme and when it comes to films and music i mean think of think of some of my favorite directors look at stanley kubrick stanley kubrick was all about the edge nobody else could do that people tried even even the look and the feel of a Stanley Kubrick film. Okay? I I wanted to I I wanted to study Stanley Kubrick and I did to him and I not people would always say, "Oh, why don't you remake his films?" That's such an asinine thing to say. Why would you remake something like that? We live in an age where they're remaking and rebooting everything. Yes, I understand it's money. But that's where my artistic integrity comes into play. It's like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. That is such watered down shit. Uh, You know, it's like Nas said, no idea is original. Okay. We need to maintain the originality of the narrative. Okay. And these big studios. Oh, well, everyone, we're all doing the reboot. Okay. All right. Yeah. There are some things that should not have been that should not have been it shouldn't have been rebooted Will and Grace was one of them it was funny the way it went out it was not funny the way they did it this last time it was like okay alright so yeah it's just one of those things and yeah those, those are the things that happen at the Dr. Zeus film podcast and anyway as always unpleasant dreams